give a little talk about time. I was talking about time and how, like, so that we, uh, our relationship with time, our patience is to shrink with it. You know, nothing goes fast enough. You know, like a nanosecond too much uh, from our uh, computer server is just too much, not fast enough. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, so there's, I mean, in many domains, uh, it's like this. But also, a kind of a but also uh, making a notice that uh, uh, when a close one passed away, then suddenly uh, everybody show up. It seems to be that impermanence kind of uh, gets us to a place where time, we put it aside and we just show up, you know, for it. And so it happened to me uh, just not long ago, a dear friend of mine passed away. And uh, <coughs> he was from Hamilton. But he was living also in Toronto, and uh, a very uh, colorful guy, probably the coolest man I have ever met. I mean, if I had to compare someone who was called cool, they had to be cooler than him, and I haven't found anyone. <laughs> he was super cool. And he was a bass player and had uh, played during the 60s and the 70s uh, in, the, in all of the Southwest Asia, and became somehow, uh, ended up, to be the manager of a beautiful little hotel in Laos, in Vensian. And uh, <coughs> actually, I went to visit it, and uh, it suited him so well. Anyway, he was 85 when he passed away. And uh, <coughs> I, we didn't really hang around too much, you know, with each other, but uh, he was definitely part of my life, you know, part of the landscape of friends. So, <coughs> And then a couple of friends of mine, uh, well, they said, uh, we're going to the funeral, you know, in Hamilton. But for some reason, those days I was like very uh, busy at work. I had like, I was very much, I would say, uh, imprisoned by my own duty <laughs> in some ways, you know, like uh, there was big paintings to hang. I work at the Art Gallery of Ontario. And so for some reason, uh, I said, oh, well, okay, you guys go. Okay, that's fine. You know, and uh, for some reason I didn't consider going, you know, to the funeral. <laughs> and I remember that work, I went to work that morning, and I remember the talk that I was giving to you guys. And I say, dude, what's happening with you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you got, what stopped you? And right at that moment, I jumped onto my bicycle and uh, went to Hamilton and met my friends. But it took a, really that kind of a waking up, you know. And uh, <clears throat> sometimes I find like there's not one single day when I realize that I'm a very hard nut to crack. And no one else can do it other than me. Anyway, I wanted to clarify that, to share that with you. <laughs> Maybe in order to redeem myself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, um, I, uh, I do work uh, at the AGU, at the Art Gallery of Ontario, and uh, <coughs> uh, about three years ago, we had a show, a show called Mystical Landscape. Yes. And uh, it was uh, a lot to do with the Impressionist uh, painting. And uh, but really, uh, the idea was just to reveal the mystical quality, you know, of uh, the art. And uh, 
the uh, curator just had pretty much a few months before a counter the practice of meditation. And so she kind of really approached me and she said, uh, oh, Anjali, you know, we should really do a workshop. We should do a workshop, you know, of meditation and, uh, and, and that show, you know, like in, in that show. And so, uh, well, I thought, well, you know, it's a good idea, you know, I want to do that. And, but I had really no idea how, and, uh, and I said, but I agreed. And I made a condition, making sure that there was no more than about 20 people, just to keep it intimate enough. And uh, we had to do it on a Monday when nobody was there, so we had the entire gallery for ourselves. And that it had to, to last for at least a minimum time for people had enough time to really have some kind of a basic experience, you know. So, <clears throat> when I, came, I, I was not there for the uh, hanging of the show because I had to go to France, and when I came back, uh, the show was uh, just opening up, uh, and so uh, they uh, <clears throat> asked, I said, well, uh, are there any interest for this? And she told me, we are packed. So I had to, had to give, like, uh, literally, I think, something like uh, over a uh, total of uh, 25, uh, uh, 25 workshops, you know, uh, just for that show. And it was packed, and there was a lineup, and people, like, really were, it was very interesting. I was quite amazed by, uh, by the response. So I had to design something in order to make sense of it, to also as well, you know. And uh, <clears throat> I basically pick uh, the idea of learning to stay. If you go to uh, Art Gallery, I walk there so I can see that every day, people go by, you know, one piece at a time, you know. They just literally walk towards a painting, look at it, and sometimes without stopping and, you know, going, like it, not like it most of these, oh, this is nice, all that kind of things, you know. The mind works, you know, like it's all, you know how it works. Anyway, <laughs> the, uh, so I basically uh, gave a very uh, introduction to uh, meditation, the breathing, you know, concentration, and all that. And then after I gave them the exercise to stand in front of the painting, uh, for at least 10 minutes. Because after a few minutes, you know, you want to go away. <laughs> you know, you just want to say, okay, next, next. And I said, no, stay with one. Pick one and stay with it. Like, like if it was uh, someone we you just met, a friend, or that kind of thing. Just open up. Let all your like and dislike dissolve. Just see it as it is, you know. And uh, <clears throat> it was quite beautiful to watch in this large gallery with among all those beautiful pieces, money, you know, Gauguin and all. And to watch them standing on front of the painting, like pretty much like a candle, you know, lit on front of the painting. It was really beautiful. And so I was participating myself. So there was like somehow a painting which I think I probably saw and even when I was a kid because uh, coming from, I was living in Paris for, I mean, for some time and uh, our school used to take us to the Louvre, you know, Musée d'Orsay and all that. So 
I'm familiar with some of those works. And there was one which is called the, uh, the Estac from Monet. <laughs> Very basic painting, morning landscape, three Estac, that's it, you know. And, uh, and I exercise staying with that painting. And I did it literally almost every time. Except the very last day, the very last workshop, I realized that there was a house in this painting. We haven't seen it all that time. That blew me away. You know? <laughs> I know, it's impressionist painting. <laughs> so therefore, you, you have to really enter it sort of all. The impression becomes real, you know. And it was like really, I tell you, and, and I don't want to provoke you, but I think, uh, I think most of us would miss that house, I tell you, because it's very well hidden. But it's there. And it offers another dimension of the painting. You know, another story. Yeah. Practice is very much like that. I know some of you have taken a two-day retreat. This weekend, we experience that, you know, we learn to stay with our practice. And uh, when we see somehow uh, everything dissolving, falling, then suddenly things become clear. Our situation becomes very clear. Just because we just stay with it, learn to stay. I came to meditation uh, <coughs> back in 1985, and uh, I was introduced by it by my teacher, Samir and um, it was, uh, I was very ignorant about, really, I didn't really was interested about meditation, I didn't even know what Buddhism was all about. I didn't really, I just stumbled upon it. Uh, I was led to it by the uh, passing of, a sudden passing of my wife. And so <coughs> she was a Buddhist, and so I was asked by Sunim if I wanted to take uh, part to a, uh, the bardo, like for 69 days to come every day and uh, make my offering, you know, to it. And I said, great. And then one day, Sunim told me to sit, like facing the wall. And I remember, saying, I said, this is what I had been looking for. <laughs> I swear, this had such an impact on me. I mean, I cannot explain how, but I said, this, I will want to do that, you know. Uh, for the rest of my life. That made total sense. Nonsense and total nonsense, but beautiful nonsense. <laughs> it was just perfect, you know. And uh, so Sudiv asked me to do the course. You know, at the time it was like seven, eight weeks or something, I can't remember. But, and that to me was sounded forever. I just say, are you kidding? Eight weeks coming every night. I'm not, you know, but I said, okay, I signed it up. So I did the first one, you know. The week after, I did, I came back. And really, it was like 
that moment, you know, I explained like when Sunim asked me the first time to sit, which really made me stay. You know, keep coming back at it, not knowing, just coming back at it, back at it, back at it. And I literally just kind of uh, uh, terminated, you know, uh, the courses, you know, and uh, been a student for about 16 years or so. And, uh, <coughs> and now I've been on my own, uh, I'm looking at that, I have like a, a friend who comes and sits with me. We share, like we come on Mondays and Wednesdays, you know, they come over to my place and we do some sitting. And I come to realize that really this is the practice, it's just that, you know, learning to stay, learning to stay uh, with it. And what happens when you do? It can be uh, quite sometimes difficult and challenging. A lot of things are pulling us away from, uh, from it. Uh, you know, there's a lot, so many escapes that are offered to us. You know, whenever we feel overwhelmed by our certain situations or whatsoever, you know. And uh, <coughs> on the other hand, uh, you know, that uh, skill become very handy just to kind of really by staying and really digging out the wisdom available in each and every situation, our situation. I came across uh, the other day a note from a Korean Zen master teacher, which uh, his name is Susan Sunim. Very, uh, he passed away actually a few years back. But I remember when uh, he was uh, alive, he was extremely popular. Well, he was really internationally known. He had centers all over the place, Poland, France. I had got the chance to meet him uh, a few times. <laughs> I don't know if there's a story about that, but uh, maybe I'll pass, I don't know. But uh, uh, anyway, fa fascinating teacher, very popular. And uh, <clears throat> he had always the gift to kind of uh, keep things quite simple. But very really straight to the point, you know. And so, uh, often, you know, when we need a little help, you know, words can become great tools to renew our self and our commitment. Don't worry. Just try. Trying is better than a Zen master. Better than a Buddha. Better than God. It is already great love, great compassion, and the great Bodhisattva way. Don't check your feelings. Don't check your mind. Don't check your understanding. Don't check outside. There is no inside, no outside, no I, no they. You are one with your situation. That is very important. That's taken from a collection of words titled Only Don't Know. Great reminder. And uh, this is one of the things I wanted to share with you. And uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> It's an empty bag. It seems like an empty bag that I come with. 
but you have to fill your own bag. You know, it is your situation will become yours and master. You know, no one can do it for herself. That's the beauty of it too. Because you, whatever you resolve, it goes right through you. It goes beyond understanding. It's something that we just become. The other day, uh, Canada Day, you know, I like holidays because on holidays, everything quiets down. There's no rush, people don't go to work. Every street has this wonderful quality of just being almost like a, they become fields, you can hear the birds, you know. And uh, <coughs> my house, the way it's put has like an alley right on front and both ways, the street going both ways. So in a way for my balcony, I feel like a little bit like a, you know, a general, <laughs> you know, I have a plain view of everybody. <laughs> uh, but luckily, trees are growing, so now I end up really in a tree house. Basically, it's quite, a, I feel very blessed to have a, this little spot. But everybody was gone. All my neighbors were gone. And knew it, like, because we know each other. So I sat on the balcony, and it was interesting because for a moment I felt a sense of uh, emptiness, like uh, everybody was gone. You know, it was like uh, it felt empty. The how, you know, everything. And then, just like that, I realized that I was able to see really the fact that I was making things empty the fact that they were not gone. Even though like, when they are in their house, I don't see them. So I could be feeling the same way. You know? But I was making that up in my own mind. But then suddenly I could really see and become aware of the trees, the leaves, the light, the birds, the sky, the cloud. And I was overwhelmed by the sense of fullness. <laughs> it was like, and I became very much aware that I was of my own conditioning, you know, of making things up, which was not allowing me to see what things truly are, what was in front of me, my situation. Clearly, I was bringing more to it, the sense of, oh, people are gone, you know, having, a, making up a story with it. Kind of a really, in some ways, create a curtain in which I cannot see anymore what's in front of me because it's all tainted by all that. You know. So, understanding our situation, to understand it, we need to seek clarity to it. You know. We need to try, each and every moment of our life, remind ourselves, help ourselves, love ourselves, listen to ourselves. Anyway, that's my spot. <laughs> I think we all, that's something we all have in common. You know, this is why it's better than anything trying. But no one is better than you. Like my student, 
my teacher used to tell me sometime in this very building, you're the best! <laughs> <laughs> you're the best for yourself! You know, understanding I was the kind of guys you had to nail it hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, I need to be reminded. So I think sometime speaking out loud, and to you it's just the thing that I do to myself. And maybe you can uh, be inspired just to kind of really get a little bit of it. Okay, so with love, peace, and all. <laughs> nice to have you.